Cain and Abel and the effect of sex on humanity. Hey, my name is Rabbi Yitzwine. I'm the rabbi of Young Israel Asia of Las Vegas and your host here on the Life is Great podcast. If you're ever in Las Vegas, please come and visit. I'm going to talk about something very uncomfortable right now. This will be a brutally honest episode. It's uh, not for everybody. Okay, just letting you know. What happens when two people, spiritually, what happens when two people have sex? Now, the reason we have to deal with this is because we are going through this series of understanding biblical personalities. The personalities we are going to talk about are Cain and Abel. These are two guys that are pretty messed up. And I mean, think about it. There's a handful, literally a handful of people in, in, in the world and one guy kills his brother, right? And then doesn't take responsibility for it at all. So how messed up did he get? Why, how did he get so messed up? So the first point is we have to realize nothing happens in a vacuum. If you get, if an event happens to you, that event was always preceded by something else. And that means that if you are, if blessings are being showered upon you and wherever you go, life is awesome. That means that you've made certain decisions or others have made decisions that have sent blessing your way. And if you are just like troubles your middle name and everything bad is happening to you all the time, or not even all the time, just some of the time, somehow you created those curses in your life. You made certain free will decisions. You were involved with certain people. And that sent a, a, a spiritual uh, river your way. And that river is now uh, can be interpreted as a curse or difficulty. So when we look at a person's children, if your children are turning out well, chances are you did certain things before you had children. If your children are turning out lousy, chances are you did certain things that <laughs> created a, a spiritual poison in the mix and then create, create difficulty with your children. So let's begin with the idea of what happens when two people have relations. So our tradition teaches us that whenever two people have sex, they become eternally bound together. That means that if a man were to have sex with a hundred women, at the end of 120 years, when he goes to heaven, so to speak, he, he will be looking at each and every one of those women that he had sex with, and he will be bound to them eternally. If that did not scare you, I don't know what will scare you. Because many guys and women, by the way, may look at someone, you know, after a couple of drinks and go, you go to the Go to the bar, go to the club, have a couple of drinks. You'll look at someone, you say, oh, they look pretty good. Or you say, well, they look good for a night. But you're not thinking, <laughs> I'm going to be with that person for forever. Or you're thinking, I'm looking, we'll have a night and then maybe a week, maybe a weekend. And then we go our separate ways. Well, it doesn't work that way. The act of, spirit, of physical intimacy is so powerful. It binds souls together. That's why when people get married, it is that act is necessary to consummate a marriage because a marriage is when you're taking two souls and you're binding them together. Well, the physical act is so powerful. Whoever you have sex with, you're going to be bound together with for eternity unless you do tshuva, unless you repent from it. 
What is repentance in this case? It means changing yourself to such a degree that you would never, ever would have been intimate with that person in the first place. I remember the first time I heard this concept, I was in my early 20s, rabbis explaining it. And there was a guy there who was like a little bit of a jokester in the crowd. And when he said, you're going to be attached to every woman you slept with for all eternity, he jumped in and he goes, oh, I guess I'll be carrying around a big choo-choo train in the next world. Ah. Okay, the rabbi did not find that very funny. However, the rest of us kind of snickered a little bit. But again, we were like 20 years old, right? So the thing is, do you realize realize this is serious business. How do you do tshuva? You got to create a situation where you say, I never would have been with that person in the first place. So I don't think it's only like, I never would have gone to the club and had, had the drinks, been at the club, saw the woman, gone up to the hotel room, and then I'm staring, looking, looking at her as she's making herself available. And when I would say no, it probably has to stop a, little, a few steps before that. Because... <laughs> If you're all the way up to the point where you're going to be in the hotel room, chances are it's going to be very difficult to say no. doesn't mean you won't be able to say no, but it's going to be real difficult. So maybe you have to work yourself all the way back to the drinks in the club stage where you're a different person. Now, if you're a woman, it actually has a deeper effect because every once, once the a person is in the woman, literally becoming part of the woman, so now when she has children, now whatever comes forth from her will have a piece of that person. So the way the Zohar relates to it is that actually the Zohar, our, our Kabbalistic tradition, says that Eve actually had sex with the snake. And the snake poisoned Eve. You know, before it wasn't a snake at that time. It was a, it was a different kind of creature before he was cursed. He walked upright. It was a different, it was a different, was not the normal snake you know today. So, um, but, but it still poisoned her so that when she had gave birth to Cain, Cain was poisoned. Cain, Cain that, that's why Cain was such a creep because Cain was a little bit of, a little bit of the snake inside in, was, was, was in Cain. So we realize for us today, that means ladies, before you start having children for your family, meaning the children that you want to um raise to be to be your family you probably should do a, a good little bit of soul searching and anyone that you had relations with beforehand if you don't want them to be part of your children then you better like really work it to get them out of your system do chuva to the point that you'd say i never would have been with that person i just would not have been with that person and now obviously you're going to be with someone, right? We're not, I'm not advocating celibacy. We're advocating, you know, sex within marriage. That's, that's the way to do it. But we, but you have to literally spiritually clean that person out completely. So when we're just to sum up now over here, Cain and Abel in the next episode, uh, when we talk about the first murder, we'll explain what their tumor was, what was their impurity. But now you know how it happened. Their impurity came into them because the snake seduced Eve and Eve allowed that to happen and did not repent completely from her, uh, from her eating of the fruit and giving the fruit to, her, to Adam. Um, she did not completely repent from that and therefore that, poison, that actually poisoned her children. 
Thanks for listening to the Life is Great podcast. Share this with your friends and they will love you for it. If you have questions or comments, please email me at rabbiyitzwine at gmail.com. That's R-A-B-B-I-Y-I-T-Z-W-Y-N-E at Gmail. For more content, check out our Facebook page and YouTube channel. Thank you to Dana Rutherford for producing today's episode. And remember, if you decide to make it a great day, then your life will be great.